okay. So, hello, everyone. This is Spirit Board. I am... I'm your host, Maya Samsara, and today I have um, my friend Jordan Smith uh, as my co-host today, Uh, and we're going to be talking about our experience with a, how do do I describe it, like a certain dark entity, I guess. Does that sound good? I guess so. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, do you want to explain what we're kind of talking about? Um, I don't, damn, I I usually just like generalize them as low vibrational because that's what they are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I feel like even though they might be different, it's still like the same thing. So, Personally speaking, that's how I view it. Right, right. Okay, yeah, I mean, that sounds, it sounds good enough because it is really, like, low vibrational um, beings, um, but it it gets a lot, I don't know, I mean, it gets a lot scarier than just being a simple low vibrational being. Um right. So, I don't know. I guess I'll start. Um, so, when... Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll just go a little bit more into it. It's kind of like we saw the same thing at different points in our lives. Um, completely different ages, completely different situations. But we saw the like kind of the exact same thing and just hearing Jordan's story really kind of freaked me out but then also confirmed my experience in a way um so my experience was um bro you're making hella noise I am my fault (laughs) no I don't know you're like moving stuff I am. My father. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, my experience was I um, I was out with my friends at the club. Uh, we were drunk and high. And we went outside to take a smoke break. And... Everyone was, like, mingling, but I was I was wearing, like, six-inch, like, platform heels that day, and I was, like, not comfortable. I was not feeling it. So I was, like, okay, I'm going to sit down for a while. And my mind was sent into – it was, like, literally sent into a different dimension. Like, my body was there, and I was staring at just the wall in front of me, but I wasn't mentally there. And I was sent to a a small room. I want to say like a 10 by 10 room. Uh, the walls were like a deep, dark red. There was an altar in the background. Or yeah, like in the back. Um, and there was like maybe a thousand candles. And like only a few of them were lit up. Um, all like half melted, half waxy, like eerily 
eerie looking. Um, In front of me was a podium with a large book, a large, old, decrepit, like ancient looking book. And in the corner, uh, the left corner was a seven foot tall, half goat, half man hybrid with goat legs, the, the abs and like torso of a man. Um, I'm not, I don't remember the arms, um, but a big goat head with large horns and was wearing a black cloak. And at the time I was a, I was kind of like a devil worshiper, but I didn't necessarily believe in any of that stuff I tried to get into it but then I was still kind of denying it because I was like "Uh, I'm not really sure if this ever exists like I've never had an experience with it whatever Um, but then I was and it's weird to even say because it just seems so fucked up and like oh like so edgy but I like was trying to sell my soul and and like that in that moment, I was like, no, there's no way that this is happening. This is not how I wanted to do that. Uh, and I didn't consent to this. This is not real life. There's no way that this is fucking happening. And I remember, like, I was just thinking that in my mind. And remember, my body was sitting there at the fucking club. And my mind was in a different dimension, even though I was staring at a brick wall. Um, I was maybe in this room for like 10 minutes. I don't know how long it was in real time. Um, But I heard the voice say to me in a really creepy, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just a really eerie voice. And it told me to sign the book. And I was just like, in thinking in my head, like, no, no way. Uh, This is not, this is not happening. I'm not going to do it. And I just kept thinking, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And next to the book, there was like a little jar of red ink and a quill. And it wasn't fucking red ink. I'm like 100% sure it was blood. And it, the quill or like the feather, whatever, dipped itself in the ink or the blood. And it started writing my name, like writing my signature in the book. And it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Even talking about it seems so crazy. Like, it doesn't even seem real. It doesn't even seem like it happened. But after that, and, like, I totally was in denial of everything that happened. But after that, my life totally went to shit. Um, And... Yeah, I guess, like, that's just the gist of the experience for me, Um, like, the first part. So, yeah, Jordan, your turn. That shit is deep as fuck. (laughs) That's, like, damn. It's scary. Yeah, that's more than scary. That's, like, petrified. That shit is, like... Yeah. And I can... Connecting that to this time, I was in Miami, and I was in this club, and I swear, like, I could, like, I'm very receptive to, like, energy, 
And like the whole time I was there, I was like, bro, it's like some low vibrational shit in here. And like, I could just tell, like looking around, I was like, some of these people are not like, you know, right? they're not really here right now. And you probably being in that low vibrational setting probably would like, kind of like sparked it or was like the catalyst for that experience. You know what I mean? I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, bro. That shit is deep as fuck. That's some wild ass shit. But my my situation, um, so basically, I kind of been connected to, I guess, the term of like, just like the spiritual realm, like everybody, but I feel like I noticed a lot more, especially when I was a kid. And I used to have experiences where I like used to see stuff or thought I saw something or just like feel a certain way. And I couldn't really explain it because I was a kid. So as time like progressed and I started like having more of a, like a a better understanding of things and like a more vocab, like an expanded vocabulary to speak on it. I kind of started like actually like letting people know what I was seeing and telling people and, you know, Maybe if it was, like, my mom or my brother was, like, yo, I just, like, seen this. And people never would see what I was seeing. So, like, I kind of came off, like, crazy or, like, whack. Yeah. Or, like, oh, he's just whatever. But um, I want to say I think I was, like, third or fourth grade. There was this book fair at the school. And when I went to book fair, I ended up getting this lava lamp. And... I brought it home. Lava lamp was like purple with like red lava and it was cool as fuck. I was like, man, it's like the best shit. I leave it on that night and then like my whole room looks like I'm in this fucking dreamland or whatever. And so one night I was laying down and I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm just like, why the fuck am I wide awake? And I was just like dead asleep. And I'm just like, I don't know. Then I kind of felt like a, like a cold like chilling like breeze down like the back of my spine but I was like hot which was like really weird mm-hmm. like, I could wow. feel like myself hot but like I don't know like I felt chills on the back of my spine and then like I'm looking around the room and I see this figure sitting on my dresser and I'm just like yo like what the fuck and when I was looking at it I could only see like the midsection, kind of like the lower abdomen and the, um, like right where the hips are. And I was like scared as fuck because this wasn't the first time I experienced some like paranormal activity or like some shit that was like completely like whack. So like, I just like instantly like pulled the covers over my head. I'm like, nah, I'm tweaking. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like freaking out. And then I like peeked back from underneath the covers and it's still there. And it's like the figure that I've seen was just like how you ex- described it. Like, um, gold like pant legs, like all black, like a, like a trench coat or some type of cloak. But see, I never looked up like past the chest because I was that scared. And every time that like, I would like check to look like something just told me like, don't look at it in the eyes or look at it in the eyes. And then like, I don't know, like, two minutes later, I was just like, fuck it. I just, like, started screaming. I was like, dad, 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 like, and then my dad came in the room, and it was gone. 
Oh my god. Or my brother, somebody. Like, but yeah, I'm at this time I'm like what like I want to say like 9. Oh my god. I yeah. can't even imagine how scary that must have been. Yeah. But that wasn't and it's crazy because that wasn't even like the the first time like some wild ass shit has happened or the last time either. That was more of like that was like the first time I had seen the that type of entity, I guess you could say. Right. Because I saw it again. And I saw it like a couple years later, but I didn't see the same exact type of like makeup. I just seen like that dark figure. And I knew it wasn't a shadow because like I could like visually see it. And this is 110% true. You can ask my mom. One day, <laughs> no, I swear to God, I put that, I put okay. that in my life. Like, okay. I'm just saying for the audience, like, people be tweaking because they be like, oh. <laughs> but no, nah, I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I was at my dad's house. My parents divorced. And I was with my mom. And my mom was, like, waiting outside for me to get something. And then, like, me and my dad were, like, talking in the garage. I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Don't even matter. And, like, right behind him, like, I saw this, the figure, like, walk right behind him and like past him and like i the, seen it yes and like the I black figure or yes. the the goat one the black figure i don't know i think they're the same thing they might not be, okay whatever and it was like a it was like 3d it was like real it was like you know what i'm saying but it was all black, right like almost as dark as a shadow but i seen it like walk right behind him and i was i just froze up and my mom was like watching us talk and she like see my entire body go stiff and like I came back to the car and I was just like shook she was like what happened and I told her she was like oh my god I like I seen your reaction and I was like did you tell your dad I'm like no like I didn't have words I was like what the fuck but yeah bro that was like the second time I seen how old were you when that one happened I think I might have been in middle school um like I might have been like 13 Okay. Have you had any experiences, like, in your adult life with the same figure? No, because, honestly, I felt like when I was younger, I was a lot, I was weaker, in a sense. Like Okay. So, and I had this moment before I leveled up, which is crazy. We can get in that if you want. But <laughs> okay. Just let me know. But as when I was younger, I was, I feel like I was more susceptible because I was more afraid of stuff like that. Now right. I know, now I know, like, the truth, and I know that, like, I'm stronger than all of that, so now it doesn't really manifest itself into, like, the actual, like, um, like, 3D black figure, it'll manifest itself into, like, other people, and, like, okay. surroundings and situations, you know what I mean? So just, like, right. low vibrational shit, because it can't get to me directly, it'll try to, like, fucking me outside of that you know what i mean yeah like try to manipulate the situations in a different way kind of yeah so do you think that or do you believe that what you saw was the devil or satan or baphomet or whatever you want to call it um if they're all the same thing the first time probably could have been the baphomet or it could have been I don't know, but it definitely resembled the bathroom the first time I seen it. Yeah. 
yeah, that's uh, that's that's how I feel uh, with my experience. And like, even to this day, thinking about it, I'm just like, I want to. It was so crazy. It doesn't even sound like it could be real, but I know what happened and I know how quickly my life went downhill after that. And there's just, I feel like there's no other explanation to describe it. Um, And like, like I said, it sounds so crazy to even believe, but I literally remember telling my friends afterward I was just like dude I think I was possessed or something and like you could even can ask some of the friends that were there um so like I don't I don't know it just even though like I I am really spiritual and I believe in all this shit now I'm just like dude that that just sounds like it like it was a story but that actually happened and I don't know you know yeah some people are more susceptible to those things than others. Oh, yeah, of course. Especially, like, with your charts and stuff, right? hmm Yeah. I don't know if you've seen mine, but... Or if you went into mine yet. But my shit is kind of, like... My whole fucking chart is, like, occult, mysticism, fucking, like, hidden knowledge, like, all that shit. And it didn't make sense. Well, it kind of made sense, but, like, it didn't make sense till I got older. And then I found out, like, my family's origins. And, like, I'm not going to name no names, but a lot of these motherfuckers is Masons. And, like, <laughs> and in cults and shit. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. And I didn't know that until, like, this year. And I'm just like... Oh, man. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Because I, I, like... I don't know. I... I just stuff started clicking, you know, like a lot of shit that I grew yeah. up on and I seen and I was like never really paid attention to it because I didn't think that my family was like that until I, right. I really started like looking into shit and I'm like, hold on, what the fuck? I'm like, y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, and it's, it's like a decent amount of people in my family and a lot of that I felt like when I look back and connect it, I mean, that probably would have could have been why I had a lot of like supernatural or like paranormal like experiences because of that. Or I do have a lot of African like um like statues and African like masks and like a lot of African like spirituality stuff in my house. And mm-hmm. so maybe like that was probably like a portal for something that wasn't cleansed how it was supposed to be, you know? Oh yeah. Do you feel like anything could be like a, even like a generational curse or something I mean, too? I mean, knowing what, from what I know to my knowledge and what like the Masons like practice, it could be. Oh, fuck. But I, yeah, because I already feel like I'm the black sheep of my family anyway. So, and I already feel like I'm breaking generational curses. Right. So I might be the one in the family to do that and that's why it's like that that's why i have all like all these like attacks you know Um, right but i'm i'm not sure see my grandfather i I feel like that too oh go ahead go ahead my grandfather has he died like a couple years ago and he was a mason he's a 33 degree freemason and 
Yeah. That's <laughs> my my dad said he's not a Mason, but I'm like a hundred percent sure that nigga Mason because my dad <laughs> my dad has been in places that like like and knows people and shit that like like he met like yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it, but yeah. And it's just like he's he claims just because he has Mason friends and he's not a Mason, but I'm like, bro, your ass is definitely a fucking Mason. Don't lie. <laughs> but whatever, bro. And um, what was I about to say? Yeah, my grandfather has a journal, and I wanted to read it because I wanted to like understand, um, like more about him. You know what I'm saying? Just to like make right. sense of it. Just to like, but my dad's not gonna give it to me yet, and you know why. So that'd be interesting. I feel like that'll put a lot of shit in perspective on what was really going on and maybe why like the spiritual attacks have been so like uh, frequent and consistent. Right. So, okay. So for, in regards to like the masonry, I have a couple of questions. Like, have you ever been near one of the lodges before? Yeah. How, how does the energy feel near it to you? Like bold as fuck. It's like, um, it's off, right? It's weird. Yeah, it's like I, I wouldn't say I don't know. It's just like it's like striking as I could, like it's just like it's like there, like you see it, like you don't miss it. It's like the energy is like boom, like it's not really like, and how, it's very masculine, as I could say. Yes. So like you you feel the energy, like it's like strong energy, you know. Right. Yes. Um. And, like, okay, so there's a lot of speculation and no one, you know, no one necessarily knows what goes on inside of there. But what do you think, like, what do you think they're about? I don't know, because that's the thing. Like, my family, uh, they're good people. Like, it's how I, you know what I'm saying, how I viewed them. I never, like. Like, my grandfather was, like, great in the community, but that's also what they represent. Like, right. Like, you my dad. Like, um, like great people. You know, you can ask anybody, they'll tell them, like, oh, this is not such a great person, did this, did that, did that, and the third. However, what mm-hmm. they do behind closed doors is what they do behind closed doors. So you right. don't really know what's going on. Exactly. Do you follow any of the... Well, I know you do, but, like, just say it for the audience. Like, do you follow, um, like, the whole Illuminati, Freemasonry, like, MWO thing? Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing I was saying. Like, my whole life I've been, like, drawn to that, but I never really knew why. Like, I've always been, like, so, like, fascinated and indulged in the occult and, like, mysticism and spirituality just like naturally but I didn't know why until like now that I understand that my origin is all into it you know in the esoteric knowledge and like yeah. occult mysticism so now it makes more sense why I was like drawn to that because that's where, I'm, where I come from in a sense I haven't seen your chart and I really want to I really want to see it even though like I'm not necessarily the best with astrology I'm still really learning I've learned I've come a long way uh, in like the last few weeks and I kind of understand it a lot more now um, so like I definitely want to see your chart um, just to like just to even practice because I want to see 
how we relate because I I'm in my chart a lot it says um like I'm really drawn to the occult and the darkness and in numerology I'm I'm very creative but I'm also very negative and it like it really draws me to the darkness not only the occult world but my own personal darkness which leads me into the cult world if uh-huh. that makes sense so i just want to like see how we match up definitely that'd be interesting i feel like scorpios in general like um big like major scorpio placements was like sun moon rising um even mars i feel like a lot of us have just this natural tendency to dabble in the occult or just like oh yeah hit knowledge mysticism regardless because of what scorpio in the eighth house represents or yeah and pluto you know what i'm saying yeah and also just like how it's in the season of death and when the veil between this world and the next is the thinnest so we're all like drawn to that right and it's it's kind of crazy how Scorpios have to transform in a sense to like really be able to understand themselves and understand the powers that they hold and it's not even it's not even just Scorpios all of them have their own journeys to go through in order to achieve like to attain their powers and stuff but i feel like Scorpio and I'm just, I don't even mean to toot my own horn, but, like, Scorpios are, in my opinion, the the most powerful, if not one of the most, you know. Um, just because, like I said, they're, they're born in the time of the veil b- being at its thinnest. But also, the Scorpio is the smallest little creature of all the Zodiacs. And it has the most power in its tiny little body and all of them have their um their symbols or their characters or avatars whatever you want to call it but scorpio is not just scorpio scorpio is the only one that has three um characters which is the scorpion uh the eagle and the phoenix and i don't know like i just feel like the transformation that all Scorpios have to go through and I feel like all Scorpios that I know have gone through literal hell and have become some of the most creative and successful and amazing people that I know and some of them are still stuck in the scorpion stage of the Scorpio and like they have to heal themselves in order to in order to ascend you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it's 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 wild for all of us but you know i think i i hold scorpios like much higher than everyone else just because i am one and i think um just being so drawn into the occult i think it's super super important to know mm-hmm. definitely especially how like this world is like run Right. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like if you really don't 
don't know that you kind of in a disadvantage. But we, oh yeah, I feel like with um great power comes with great responsibility. You know. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I feel like we have to go through those challenges for the reward and this gold. And you know, we are also a very abundant sign in terms of just like um in terms of like money you know i don't know right. how to, uh, i don't know the words i'm trying to use to connect it but yeah it's like because we because we go through this uh these dark times because we go through all this negative things and we transform it's like the rewards we get for are high you know because we did the work Right. And it's just like, it's just like a job or it's just like school. You can't expect the spirituality. You can't expect God and all these great powers. If you, one, if you don't believe in it and two, if you don't work, work through it, you have to heal yourself. You have to train yourself and have lots of discipline and kind of just change your ways of thinking. And it doesn't, it doesn't come for free. Nothing in life does, but this for sure as hell doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. And I and we, I feel like we, Scorpios, we take our shit early, than, early on than a lot of other uh, signs in the Zodiac. What do you mean? Like, we have to deal with our, like, heavy lifting early on in life rather than later. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think that's also part of, I think that's also part of the divine plan because Scorpios, once they heal themselves, they have, well, all of them, all of us do, um, but they have that immense power to heal everyone else because they've gone to they've literally gone to the depths of hell and they see how bad it can get. And if other people haven't gone that far down, you know, we can certainly help them out. And if other people have gone further, we can help them out too, because we've, we've been there. So we know Mm -hmm. what it's like. And I think it's, it's so cool that once you tap into all the occult and read into your chart, um, you can just find so much more about yourself and find out, you know, your life's mission. Because when I first started reading into astrology, like, I didn't necessarily believe it. It was the numerology part that got me um, really hooked. And I was like, oh, shit, like, a lot of this is really true. Um, But then I went into it with more of an open mind And I started reading about how my planets affected me, like their placements, what that meant, um, and the characteristics and like the personality traits that resembled to me. And I was like, you know, all of this is really accurate. How the fuck? Like there, there must be some truth to it if this is all like spot on, because like a lot of it was dead ass, like spot on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so there must be some truth to it. And um, I tried doing a few readings on some of my other friends who didn't necessarily believe in it at the moment. And they were like, yeah, that is hella true. That's weird. And I'm like, yeah, so that kind of must, 
there must be something with it and like whoever practices astrology and all the um scientists beforehand like they must have known something that the world now doesn't really pay attention to because we we dismiss it as bullshit Mm. but i mean like i don't think it is not at all i mean once you research you'll understand how like the planets even the sign and moon affect us and right honestly i just think that's just a, a way for the elite to control the population because if we all knew about the shit that was really going on you know especially occult mysticism we will understand like them. we wouldn't even be susceptible to even doing the dumb shit that we do on a daily basis in the first place right they couldn't control us if we knew our actual strengths mm-hmm. so and yeah and they and put it's in, like my fault. oh go ahead go i was ahead. gonna say they, they put in our the religion especially like christianity being like the main religion in the u.s or whatever in my opinion and it's and i'm pretty sure it's in the bible it says like people shouldn't do like um like they shouldn't look elsewhere, like into like astrology and numerology. It's the devil's influence. This that the third, but also the, you know who rewrote the Bible? The same. Yeah. People. So it's, <laughs> it's the like, same people who are in control. Right. Yeah. So they just really, fuck. That's like so spot on. They really just don't want us to know. And like the thing is that people will be like, "Oh, I don't believe in that because it's bullshit." I believe in science. But you believe in NASA and the moon affects the ocean's tides, but a human is like 70% water. So why don't you think the moon wouldn't affect you? Amen. Talk it. And yeah. And like um, the grandfather scientists, um, like who was it? Like Newton, Galileo, um, I want to say Copernicus. Maybe it's not Copernicus. I don't really remember any of their names. But for sure, Newton and Galileo, they believed in the occult so heavily. Galileo was more um, the astrology side of it. And um, Newton was the alchemy side of it. And, I mean, if you think about what is chemistry, it's transformation of substances to make a new one. Um, And you're using chemicals, you're using metals, base materials to make something new. And what the hell is the root for chemistry? It literally comes from alchemy. And all of this happened during the Age of Enlightenment, right as we were getting out of um, the medieval, like, witchcraft times. So how does it... If, if all of the history that we've, the, the world has ever lived through revolved around God and mysticism and magic and alchemy and all this shit, and we don't believe it now, does that mean we don't believe in our history? You know, mm-hmm. like it, 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 it's all, it's all happened because all of these religions and spiritual sects, they, they believed in the gods. They all had their, uh, they all had their scriptures. They all had gods that they worshipped and believed in. But all of it is just bullshit now, apparently, because science exists, but 
the scientist also believed in that. So I just, to me, it doesn't really make sense how people will be like, oh, well, I believe in science, but you don't know the history of what your scientists believed because they all believed in all of this. Uh, Isaac Newton even wanted to, he, his like thing was that he wanted to prove the physical existence of God and alter it. And that's why he used alchemy. That's why he was seeking after the philosopher's stone and the emerald tablet. And this all sounds like Harry Potter mumbo jumbo. But if you actually look into it, that shit's real. And he actually was into that. So, I mean, just for people to not really believe in it when the the knowledge is out there, it just, it kind of just baffles me in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't even mean to like be rude or condescending because I was kind of like the same way. I thought it was just, I thought it was bullshit, but then I started reading about it and I was like, oh fuck, like these people really were onto something that sounds so crazy but if they were the sm- some of the smartest people in history they might not be crazy after all you know right. I definitely feel that um, yeah it's just that that bridge that needs to be um, I mean that gap that needs to be bridged with the truth and the deception that's going on and I mean, they distract us with all this bullshit, this fucking material, all this fucking, I mean, I can't even describe it. Just like little petty shit to fill a void that won't last longer than a fucking week. And that's why like the cycle repeats and people continue to go out and drink and do the same shit over and over. And I just think that is also a connection to how humans like routine. So we're in this routine of trying to fill a void that's never going to be filled when the truth will actually dismantle all of that and you won't need to fill anything. Right. Do you think that we like the routine or do you think we've been in- indoctrinated to believe or like the routine? I think humans naturally, how we are uh, made, we we like routine or we feel comfortable in routine, you know, um, because it gives us a sense of familiarity and uh, a sense of like knowing what's going to happen, you know, because we like predicting things. So I think that's why humans like routine subconsciously. Um, Do we need it? Some people don't. But at the same time, if you aren't going to have routine, you have to have some type of stability that'll make up for you being free-flowing you know what I mean right yeah absolutely but yeah it's farm follows function like the great Lupe fiasco says (laughs) dude okay so Lupe fiasco um the album Tetsuo and Youth Mm -hmm. do you know like any of the occult aspects of it um like the lyrics yeah a little bit but i want you to go ahead because i'm in love with lupe and i just want to see somebody else fuck it up for (laughs) one one time (laughs) okay so i'm not i don't really i don't really remember um 
some of them i remember there's a couple songs on there that really stood out to me um one of them is dots and lines dots say dots and lines um the i think it's like a six or seven maybe eight minute long song Mm -hmm. i really liked it and i didn't um I didn't even pay attention to the lyrics until I heard it on shuffle like a couple of months ago and talking about, I think talking about like um, for sure talking about her uh, Hermes or Hermes Trismegistus um, and maybe even the Cabalion, um, but also like mentioned i think freemasonry um maybe even illuminati in there but i remember seeing the um the single release art on his instagram page and it was the um it was the owl Mm -hmm. it was the illuminati owl and it was released on a i think it was released on like um i don't know what day it was but i remember seeing the release date and it was like a numerological thing. And I was like, oh my God, like there are so many synchronicities. And he's singing about um, singing about all these occult things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, people, people don't believe in the occult, but all of the big time musicians that we listen to on the radio or the pop artists, whatever, they believe in that. So why don't we? Right. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember much else about the album, but I remember hearing a couple of songs and I was like, oh my fucking God, this is crazy. This is a culty as fuck. And like, it just made me kind of, it made me like kind of freaked out in a sense to listen to. Cause I'm like, all of these big people, they have songs talking about Illuminati and I'm just like, wow. what were you in? like scared because see Lupe how I view it Lupe has been woke ever since he like came in the game and I've been listening I mean because he's from Chicago you know I am too so the Chicago area and like he'd been on like 110 since he came out just like exposing the truth and telling people the truth and he does it on purpose and he'll like put the just how like the elite dude, he puts the symbolism out there and then he'll talk about it and he'll like explain it and he'll connect it and like he'll just go in talking about like what like human trafficking, child trafficking, pornography, uh, cult symbolism, what the government is doing. Like he, and all his music, but he's not mainstream. Like the rappers, they try to make mainstream that dumb you down. He even has a song called Dumb It Down because they wanted him to stop talking about all that shit so they don't give him a lot of like playtime on the radio unless it's like daydreaming or like some simple shit you know what I mean yeah that makes a lot of sense because like he I know that a lot of people don't necessarily like him or like they'll just be like oh he's hella gay or something and I'm just like but the music is nice people and like why don't right that's why and like maybe maybe the elites even like kind of influence that opinion so we don't like him so we don't listen to what he has to say yeah maybe but i still think motherfuckers are dumb um (laughs) regardless and you have a decision you have free will to choose what you do regardless of how much there is an influence um but yeah everybody built different and i understand more people are more susceptible to be real than fake than other people 
But yeah, I don't I don't fucking excuse that shit. Like, especially now. You know, it's clear as day what what type of shit is going on. Even if you don't know a lot, you can still see like the blatant fuck you that is being presented in your face. And people still choose to like ignore it or just go about their way and just have this fucking hopeless mentality that, oh, it's just life or I'ma just have fun. But people don't want to take control over their life or do anything. So it's kind of like this sad ass victim mentality that I'm just going to enjoy what I have and hope for the best, but not in a sense of like, I'm going to enjoy what I have and make the best and have hope. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's just how I view humans right now. I don't, I don't really have sympathy. I do have empathy for people, but sometimes a lot of shit is, um, karmic in a way even if it's not like you did something it's like you allowed it to happen right and I think that like kind of ties back into um, like how we were kind of talking about the devil earlier if we go into a different form of occult divination rather than astrology if we look at tarot and the devil card how the devil represents our um our negative attributes um, are, I don't know how, like, how do I describe it? Our negative attributes and our, um, like, the shit that we're not letting go of. Mm -hmm. All that negativity, we're not taking control of our life. Um, We're just, like you said, just playing victim, um, blaming other people, blaming the world for our problems. I think that can really be shown in the world now that we really do blame other people for our problems we don't want to take accountability because we're just like that hurt child that hurt inner child that childhood trauma like residual in there uh we don't we don't want to let our egos be like oh yeah like all of this is my fault maybe i do need to get over it but i mean if you're wallowing in your misery and you're not doing anything about it you're not letting it go That's only hurting you and then by your lower vibration because, you know, you're so hurt, you're so negative, you're bringing other people down and that manifests into the physical world. If all you're talking about is negative shit, all you're really going to get is negative shit, you know? Right. So, I mean, I feel like that's just my view of the world right now because I was in that victim mindset for a long time. And now that I'm out of it, I can see that lots of other people still are. And you really need to get out of that if you want to see change. Not even, not even just in the world, but, you know, in your own life. Yeah. But some people, I've noticed, some people like being in that state because they don't want to take accountability. Because they, mm-hmm. know, they know that they have to face themselves and them facing themselves seeing something they really don't want to see and they purposely avoid it and that's why they go do these self-sabotaging um activities and they go and try to indulge in escapism is because they don't want to face themselves absolutely their their ego is just way too fucking big but then also your ego is also kind of like your personal devil in a way because your ego 
holds you back from doing fucking like it depends on like the the uh extremity of it but it Mm -hmm. can hold you back from doing whatever the fuck you you actually want to do like say you want to tell someone how you feel but you're afraid of the fear of rejection or you know you want to do this cool painting but you're scared it's gonna look ugly or whatever that that's all your ego holding you back because it's the the lower vibrational emotions like the anxiety the fear the hatred you know whatever it's just it's holding us back Mm -hmm. most definitely and me being able to face a lot of um the bullshit to generalize it and to heal gave me strength and now i'm like what was once bothering me as a kid with like all those like those negative entities and shit first off like i'm hyper aware to where they are and it doesn't affect me like that and i can see where it manifests itself even if it may be into um, a form of thinking like something will happen and then i'll like get back to where i'll start thinking like how i was years ago you know what i'm saying in that mind state that was more of low vibrational and then I could be like, oh nah, like that's just tweaking. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because sometimes it do happen and I'll be ready to sock a nigga face in. But <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, I just gotta like I think that's my Libra Mars. I'm not gonna cap <laughs> Bro, like I have a lot of fire and water in my chart. I have like one placement of Earth, like two. I like my North Node in Virgo, and then I got like Capricorn and Neptune, and everything else is like fire, water, and air. Bro, like when I'm mad, I be ready to fucking like niggas do not know. Like I really be <laughs> ready to like fuck somebody up when I'm mad, and I just be like like fire and water. I be boiling like I just like some lava type shit like and right. My Libra Mars be like, hey, bro, you got to take a balanced approach, man. You can't be doing all that, you know? <laughs> so that I, like, Good. calm myself down. I just be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to chill the fuck out. But, yeah. But I'm not going to cap. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm perfect because I'm not. But it de- there's definitely ways to recognize yourself and recognize your ego. And you got to take the time to do it. Otherwise, all the consistency and hard work that you put in to overcome, you're just going to set yourself back. Right. How did you, like, come to realize and, like, come to terms with your ego and, like, how to really dissolve it? Because, I mean, and we've already, like, discussed this, like, right before we got on here, but... I did it with psychedelics and that uh, a lot of other people do that. So like, how did you do that? Yeah. Oh, um, never taken psychedelics. I have smoked weed before. Good tree gang gang. Um, <laughs> but bro, I just, I just took that shit to the chin. Um, and I list, I just let go. Um, I went through a lot, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I'll tell my story later. Not on this podcast, but like later in life, for sure. When I get to where I want to be, um, but 
I mean, I'm here now, but spiritually, mentally, like I'm where I want to be. But like, in terms of this 3D shit, but um, yeah, I just I took a lot of shit to the chin. I just like faced myself, and I had a lot of faith, um, not only in myself but in my situation, and just faith in God. Um, whether what I don't care who, what you believe in, just have faith because that's that's what really pulled me through. Um, like, I don't know, like the ego doesn't live in faith, you know? Right. So, and that's just, it's like just letting go, man. And just like trusting it. And then when you do that, you actually connect deeper within yourself because when you like let go and you start trusting, you actually see all the signs, you know what I mean? And like your intuition it's crazy how this shit works. It sounds backwards, but it's, like, not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, when I just stopped, like, um, like, forcing shit, and I just let go, and I started, like, flowing, and, like, really, like, took the time to, like, introspect. And when I got down to, like, the root, like, everything. I started from, like, when I was a kid. I was, like, this is what I was doing in terms of escapism. This is why I was codependent. This is why I was doing this, doing that. Then I had to forgive too. And I think that was really like the icing on the cake that completed it because after I did all of that introspection and shit, like there was still moments where I was like, not where I should have been. But then after I started forgiving other people, but myself. Yes. For the self-sabotaging, I think that's when I really was like, I had transformed through all the stages and shit and really like overcame the ego or had like the ego death. Dude, that's fucking powerful, man. I love that. Especially like the forgiving yourself because, oh, fuck that. I think that's harder to do than forgiving other people because other people can fuck you over like so hard, but we we never want to forgive ourselves because we're always like our own worst critics but it's like would you hold your little like five-year-old self to all of everything every bad thing that you've done and it's like you probably wouldn't do that and you would probably you know want to be their friend and take care of them and you're still that child at heart so it's like you really need to forgive yourself for all the all the things that you've done in order to really get out of that bad place because that's still you. Mm-hmm. And there's lessons to it. Like when you, when you do all that and you got to understand, you got to learn from it. And I think people, that's, that's what that ego, like people just want to look good all the time. It's not about that. It's about growing, you know? Yes. Trees don't fucking flowers be looking ugly as hell when they start growing. Like, <laughs> they don't look good to the end. They'd be like, oh, what the fuck is that? And then you see the the flower when it's blooming and like blossoming and shit. You're like, damn, that's I sad flower. So people gotta start looking at it like that. Like when you're growing, shit is not gonna be cute all the time. Like we try to dress it up and make shit sound cute or look cute with this bullshit we do in our lives, but just make sure you're growing because that's that's what it is. Just grow. And grow into yourself. Don't grow into something that's not you. Grow into yourself authentically and true. And the ego doesn't even 
I mean, you're going to have a sense of, like, that ego, but it's not going to be, like, the negative aspect of it, you know? It's going to be, like, who I truly am, like, all-encompassing my authentic, genuine form. Yes. I fucking love that. I want to, like, I want to, like, say more, but I feel like that was just a perfect conclusion to this podcast, so I don't even know if I want to, like, continue. <laughs> that's, that's why I fuck it. <laughs> um but no yeah okay i think i'll save it for another conversation because i do have more to say um and i'm sure like we can just fucking talk forever because we're just like that right but that was a great conclusion i really loved that yeah so just you know trust in yourself and work on yourself and plant the seeds to really start and water those seeds so you can bloom into something great um yeah that was that was great um thank you for being on my podcast today and thank you for talking to me and thank you for sharing your story I really appreciate it and I enjoy hearing other people's experiences and perspectives um I uh, like I'm excited for whatever is to come for the both of us in our podcast realms and, you know, just our personal lives and everything. Um, is there anything that you want to say? Nope. That's about it. I appreciate you though. Thank you for having me on here. Um, yeah, same, same for, for sure. You. I hope everything for sure. flourishes in your life, man. Thank you. And I will definitely be having you, back because there's there's a lot more shit that i want to talk to you about (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure okay okay well thank you so much